Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Kyle? What? Dad, what? Are you down there? Dad, I can barely hear you. I need you to take the dogs for a walk. Come, come upstairs, I can't hear you. Dad, I swear to God. You cursing down there? Smart enough. Dad, come on, my life's a wreck, okay? Let me just, like, did, play my games. Wait, did, did you just say life's a wreck? Oh, my God. No, no. You know, I used to uh, host a podcast, eh? guys welcome back episode 13 life's a wreck lucky number 13 life's a wreck so here's a podcast uh i'm your host kyle moore and uh this week along with the podcast we're actually doing something a little bit different so right now as i'm recording the podcast we're actually shooting a little bit of uh video content for um for you know the start of uh start of something new for a while now i've been wanting to kind of bring more video content to the podcast to be able to produce and uh you know put out to you guys um, just another way that we can kind of further the connection, we can further this uh, this conversation, this outreach that Life's a Wreck has already developed. And I think the video is going to be a huge, huge proponent of that. So what we're doing right now, this is, as I said, this is the start of something new. So Life's a Wreck is partnering with Binge TV to bring the podcast to the small screen. And what Binge TV is, is it's a, I guess it's, you could say it's a media collective that's been started by a few Ryerson students. Basically, what we're going to be doing is they're going to be somewhat of an umbrella network for our video content. So they're going to allow us to produce some video content using their resources. Um, and uh, it's going to be produced through, kind of through their channels and the Life's Direct channel. It's a partnership and it's a new partnership that I'm super, super excited about. So not only now are you guys going to get a podcast, but you're also going to get streamable content on YouTube and Instagram Bro, no one asked for this. and different, uh, you know, various social medias. So basically what this content is going to be is entire podcast, which will be kind of produced in video. It's going to be interviews, Life's Direct interviews. Um, it's going to be snippets from the show, little clips. Like all of this is kind of taking the next step in Life's Direct growth um, and kind of going towards season two, which is what I want to talk about right now. Yay, I represent all the listeners for the show. I'm so excited. So essentially, I, I've been thinking a lot about what I can do with the podcast to kind of reach a bigger audience, to further the storytelling element, to connect with more people and to share more stories. And basically what I what I decided to come up with was the idea, the concept, I guess, of season two. So this is the plan going forward for the next couple of weeks. And I, I want to get your feedback on this, but this is, a, you know, I'm pretty sure that this is what we're going to go with. And I'm actually, I, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this because it's a really big next step. So essentially what's going to be happening is as of episode 15, which is two weeks from now, I'm going to be taking a month and a half off. Wait, we don't have to listen to you for a month and a half? Woo! Let's go, baby. Come on. 
Uh, and when I say I'm taking a month and a half off, I mean I'm taking a month and a half to get ready for the launch of season two, Life Direct season two. And the difference, I guess, between season one and season two is season two is going to be a little bit more structured. Uh, it's going to be a 40 minute show every two weeks. So it's going to be a bi weekly podcast. Um, but it's going to be not only bi weekly podcast, but it's going to be bi weekly video, video content on YouTube. Um, and essentially how the podcast format is going to change is instead of you guys, you know, sitting here and, uh, you know, I guess listening to me talk for, for 30 minutes or 45 minutes or no one likes that sitting down with one person for 45 minutes. I think, you know, something that really has drawn me in into the world of mental health and something that I really wanted to focus on when I was creating the podcast was like, I'm really interested in how certain aspects of life, how certain, you know, different little, like these small little intricacies can have an impact on mental health or vice versa, how mental health can have an impact on, you know, these situations or et cetera. So this curiosity, I kind of want to feed that curiosity in season two. And as we go into season two, what I want to do is kind of propose an idea, propose how does mental health affect blank or how does blank affect mental health? And I want to kind of take the episode as a way to dive through that and really go into a deep dive on that topic. So for instance, if it's how does, uh, how can music impact uh, mental health and how does mental health impact music, kind of that that uh, relationship there and then be able to have multiple musical artists on each episode and then also talk to kind of my friends my family different people in my uh, you know my immediate community to kind of give this well-rounded account of how this thing can affect mental health and how mental health can affect this subject um, this is just something that I, you know it, it's so interesting because when you start looking at the world of mental health and you start looking at the mental aspects of life the mental side of life there's so much that we do subconsciously on a daily basis that's mental health related, that's mental wellness related, uh, and it's related to certain fields, but we don't even kind of like give it the mindfulness, we don't even really give it the time to give it the credit for, for how impactful it can be. So I want to be able to use the podcast, be able to use this new format as a way to kind of tell these stories, to really dive into into these different topics. So that's what season two is going to look like, a bi-weekly podcast and bi-weekly video content uh, where I am essentially going to go, with, you know, go take a deep dive into certain topics with special guests, um, you know, artists, athletes, celebrities, and, uh, you know, just uh, my friends and family and kind of dive into these these new different worlds and really give you guys a well-rounded aspect, a well-rounded, um, some well-rounded insight into how mental health can just affect so many different aspects of our lives. So, you know, it, it's going to be really cool. Something else I'm working on right now is getting some Life's Direct merch ready to go. Um, so that's going to be super cool. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, yeah. well, you would be the only one. I'm excited about that. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's just going to be fun. Like, this is, uh, you know, this is a chance for me to try something new. This is for a chance for me to grow as a content creator. But more than anything, I think it's a chance for Life's Direct to grow and uh, for Life's Direct to kind of take this next step in broadening our community, broadening this connection and broadening the conversation that we're having about, uh, about mental health and about uh, men's mental health. So, you know, it, it, season two is, is going to be coming up soon and I'm going to be talking more about it in every episode, but I just want to let you know, this is a very long, um, I guess, tangent, but season two is coming and, and I'm super excited for you guys to see the changes during that month and a half hiatus. So I'm still going to be posting on social media. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Uh, and if you're not already, make sure to follow at Life's Rec podcast on Instagram and my own personal account, Kyle Moore 08, because I'm going to be posting all of the updates on there. So now to get into the episode. Um, this topic, the, the topic for this week was suggested by a listener named Jonathan, who wrote in to share his story, uh, I guess his point of view on different kind of like body confidence issues uh, and the male body image uh, and how it's kind of all correlated to mental health. 
And this was something that I was, when he, when he initially brought it up, I was really drawn to this idea because it was something that I still, I, you know, I struggled with when I was younger and I still continue to struggle with now. Um, and, and just like this relationship with body, uh, the relationship with yourself. And it's been, you know, I, I've documented this well on the podcast in the in the past. I didn't really necessarily always have the greatest relationship with myself. It's not really much of a secret. Um, so when this idea was brought up of like these, uh, you know, how mental health can influence how you see your body, um, you know, I thought this was a great episode to talk about, especially as we're kind of uh, wrapping up season one, as this is something that has been a huge factor of my own life. And I know a lot of men who this plays a very like daily role in uh in in their own lives and in their wellness journey so i was super you know excited to dive into this one and my own personal experience with this i guess it it started probably when i was in about i'd say when i was in about the ninth grade uh is when is when i really started to notice because that was the age where uh you know the people who you know the the guys that you're around a lot of my friends we were all playing sports and uh that was kind of like when you're starting to develop as a young man and you're start you know your your body's really you know changing you're starting to get taller you're starting to put on muscle a little bit more um and uh and i you know i was always like i always felt very small i always you know i i felt i always was very like i was a very skinny kid uh and i really didn't like how my body like you know like one big gust of wind would have just like would have just taken oh, i got to stop walking home from school I was kind of built like, you know, like uh, those pipe cleaners in kindergarten when you make the little people. Teacher, teacher, I made a lame podcast. Those pipe cleaners, like that was, you know, I looked like the uh, the spoon character from Toy Story, basically. So, you know, needless to say, uh, I was basically all skin and bones. I, I was a really skinny guy, and it was something that uh, it was something that really, you know, kind of, yeah, it was something that really, you know, kind of kind of got to me. Like, and then I don't want to say like it, you know, it was ever something that really like hurt me or anything like that. But like, you know, I already had a very tumultuous relationship with myself from a mental standpoint. And then the, you know, the idea that like my body, like I didn't like my body as well. It was just kind of like a lot of this, uh, you know, this kind of just like adding fuel to the fire of just like why, you know, why can't I just like look like all these guys in the magazines? You know, why am I? Why do I have a bit of a hunch like what you know why is my chest concave like you know i don't have a six pack like what's you know what's going on like i you know this is a this is a you know okay admittedly bit of a uh, you know i'm kind of like pulling back the curtain on the on the the you know wizard that is more but up until recently and i can honestly say recently because it was about like maybe the past six months it was super recently um but up until then like i actually used to like every time i would take my shirt off i would flex like almost as hard as i could and i would try to make it look as natural as possible because like even and this was like this wasn't just like in front of like other people or like at the beach or anything like that like this was like even like in you know i was just getting changed in my own room and like looking in mirrors and stuff like that like it would instantly be one of those things where i would like take my you know shirt off and I would flex as hard as i could just to almost like convince myself that uh that i had like this this wall this muscular you know defined body kind of thing because I just like every time I was kind of, you know, in this space of, you know, when you're kind of like forced to recognize your body, it was always kind of one of those things where I was like, you know, okay, like I always felt like that skinny kid. And, um, and the thing is, it took me a very long time to realize that there's nothing wrong with being skinny. There's nothing wrong with being like a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit larger, small, big, like everyone comes in all different like shapes and sizes. And the idea that when you approach your body from a health standpoint, and from like a, a place of happiness, I think that's huge because my fitness journey and, and, you know, up until even like recently, I guess, yeah, up until about six months ago, Mark, was kind of like very like based upon dislike. It was based upon inner hatred. It was based upon this idea of like, 
I didn't like who I was, so I needed to change it, and I needed to change it now. I feel like I forced physical change. So I started working out. You know, I was I was lifting super like way too heavy weights. I was putting stress on my joints and my my muscles and everything like that. I didn't want to believe that you know, who I was, like, couldn't be changed. And that was always the always ideas. I always kind of, like, believed in tomorrow, but, like, I wanted results instantly. I never approached, like, my my physical health, like, my, you know, improving my body from a place of, like, health and appreciation. Like, I never appreciated my body, and I was, like, I love my body so much. That's why I want to see what it's capable of. I want to see, you know, what it looks like when it's it's when it's when in its healthiest, like, most efficient form. I literally just looked at my body and went, I hate this. I want to change it. I want to change it now, and I want to change it as fast as possible. And you know, it was one of those things like, yeah, you can start hitting the gym and you can start, you know, putting on this muscle and this definition. And it takes a very, very long time. And if you don't have that kind of like mental strength to see the positives, like that was really tough. And yeah, it was one of those things like I really appreciated going to the gym. The gym really allowed me to, from a mental standpoint, I talked about it a little bit last week uh, on the podcast with Will and Moe's, but the gym really allowed me to kind of take myself out of my body, out of my head and put it in my body a little bit. And so it was like, you know, when I was in the gym, I was appreciating the work I was doing. But like, as soon as I left the gym and stuff like that, and I was like, I wasn't really seeing the results I was instantly thinking I was going to get. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a very, it was a very tumultuous place. I know I love that word, but can you spell uh, tumultuous for us, please? It was a, it was a very tough place to be in. I really think that there's a beauty in building health. Um, not, you know, not building your body or building your ego because of your body, but building health. Like you don't have to be a clean 190 with big biceps and a six pack. And, you know, like you can't you can do 20 pull-ups in a row and like run a four, three, 40. Like you don't have to be a superhuman Herculean, like Olympian to appreciate this like absolute gift that we've been given, which is our body. Like, bro, if you're, a, if you're like 130 and you're like a healthy 130, like that's how your body like functions. Like, fuck yeah, man. If you're 220, if you're like a heavier guy and you're healthy, like, like that's great, man. Like that's, that's super sick. Cause I think that there's this beauty in the idea that we appreciate the gifts that we've been given and we, we build out of this place of appreciation. Cause when you build out of a place of appreciation and you say, I love my body so much that I want to see exactly like how I can put it in a, in, in a position where it feels so comfortable and it feels so healthy. And if like that for you is being you know as i said a clean 130 or a clean 220 like that's awesome man like i have friends who are both you know a lot lighter than me and a lot heavier than me and they're they're extremely extremely healthy individuals like i had a friend in high school when i was playing football who he was a lineman one of the best linemen in the in in new brunswick really great guy one of my you know still one of my good friends and um you know and the guy is like he's just objectively a little bit more heavy set but we would go into the gym this guy would run twice as long as i would he had it you know he ate well he was putting up more weight on like bench press and squats and stuff like that but he was just objectively a bigger guy and it was always one of those things you know we'd always talk about kind of our fitness goals and stuff like that and he would always kind of say oh you know i'm trying to trim down to you know x amount or x amount or x amount but i think he always kind of found this uh this happy medium in the idea that he was healthy and it was like this was like a healthy weight this is how his body carried uh carried a lot of weight around and i think that i think that building your body and changing your body and like getting it to a place where it's like you're very like you know i, I think where it's confident like when uh, jonathan had reached out to me he said it was one of those things that you know he always compares himself to these bodybuilders and he compares himself to these people on magazines and he kind of looks at himself and he goes oh well you know my this this might be you know this way or that might be that way and this doesn't measure up to where these guys are at well 
you know, these guys do this for a living. Like they eat, sleep and breathe body composition. Like they're expertly putting a body together and it takes hours and years and, you know, hours in the gym and it takes years and years and years and years of work. Yeah. Just a couple hours. Uh, give me till five. I'll be ripped. It's like, if you got other stuff going on, man, like that's just not tangibly possible. But I don't, you know, I don't think that that's a bad thing. Like if you have, you know, you've, you're putting in a lot of work, but at the same time you're, you're treating your body well. It's like, you start to appreciate you really do it's like you know with my anxiety with my ocd i would always look at myself in the mirror and i would pick out i would fixate on the small things and then they would rotate in my head and go around and around and around a little twisted merry-go-round and uh and then the anxiety would kind of kick in and say well you know no you know no girl's ever gonna like that hey me again uh yeah don't think that's uh don't think that's why i think there's a couple other other reasons yeah, you see how your shoulder you know your shoulder your chest you got a little skinny chest Hey guy, you see those legs, little, little chicken legs, little pigeon legs? Yeah, that that hasn't changed either. You know, well, well little little bicep, little uh, princess in the pea biceps over there, like you know, and, and just I would say some meaner things than that, but you know, my anxiety would just kind of kick these things into high gear, and it was one of those things that my mental health, like it, it was kind of feeding this idea of just like your body needs to change overnight, and it just it, it's just not tangible, and I think that that that's some you know lesson that can be learned for all aspects of life. Because when we look at, you know, our improvement of mental health and we look at our wellness journey, we look at treating ourselves properly. I think that we can take a lot of like what we do with our body and we can apply it to what we do with our our minds and our brains. Because when you're appreciating the idea that like your body takes time to grow and that, you know, it it takes consistency and you can't buy uh, an athletic or a healthy body. Like you have to treat yourself well and it takes consistency and it takes pride And it takes this idea of like, I deserve to kind of be in a place where I treat myself and I treat my body as, as good as I, as good as I possibly can. And, you know, that was a, that was a big thing for me is like, once I realized this idea of, I have to appreciate this gift that I've been given, I have to appreciate my body and I can't, can't hate it. I have to just like love it so much that I want it to be as happy and healthy as possible. That's when I started to see the most significant change in my, you know, in my physical growth is when I started literally treating my body, when I started listening to my body. It's like I was forcing myself to, you know, pump these crazy, I was like, oh, you know, three scoops of protein and all this, uh, you know, this protein shake and stuff that's making me like feel nauseous and sick. Like, oh yeah, sure, I'll get that into me because tomorrow I'm going to wake up and be 225 running back in the NFL. Like, that's just not how it works. It's just, you know, it's not possible. But then as soon as I kind of realized, I was like, you know, yeah, like, I, you know, I feel pretty good. But like, I want to see like what feels good. I stopped lifting quite as heavy. I started doing stuff like a lot more form oriented, do it light, do it right. And it was one of those things I started treating my body, started like doing more cardio, doing things that like made my, you know, I have a, I have a bit of a bad knee because I had, uh, I played sports growing up and did some physio and stuff for that. And it was actually like physio was one of those things that showed me like how to really appreciate your body and how to take care of it because I was always so fixated on looking better so that like I didn't have to necessarily hate how I looked in the mirror. I was like, oh, I'm going to get to a point one day where I'm just taking my, I'll take my shirt off and I'll just be like, boom, like full on, like ripped six pack and like got the V going on and like, whoa, like this guy's got like a barrel chest, packs chiseled out of Greek marble. You, you get very caught up in it. And I think that when you get caught up in it and you start fixating on it in the wrong ways, it's like, you know, it's just, it, it's just really unhealthy. And your mental health, when you're, when you're not appreciating your body, your mind, like your mind subconsciously is taking in that information. And I, you know, that subconscious mind, I guess, because when you're applying the conscious mind to the idea that like, I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like that, that negativity, that negativity is being transferred to the subconscious mind as well. And it was when you're trying to go through the mental journey, 
if you're looking at yourself and you're saying, I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like that, and you're pinpointing, you're being very like critical and you're being very like not critical because I think being critical is a positive thing. I think when you can address the issues that you have, I think that's a good thing. But when you're being overly critical and it's being critical in like a very negative sense, it's not positive. Um, I think that that's like that's absorbed by your mental health. And especially when you're trying to do work in a mental sense, all of a sudden that all those little things are starting to just rotate around in your mind. And it's and it's very and it's not good. I'll tell, you know, just sum it up in all, all of my wisdom. It's not a good thing. Ah, yes, the wise one has spoken. Not a good thing. Ooh. Some things that I really think helped me with my mental health and accepting my body and accepting who I was. Um, I think it really started with an idea of self-acceptance. An idea of like, you know, this is who I am. I'm not going to like apologize to myself for being for being me. One of the things I've been working on a lot recently is I always used to, you know, when I was and I've said this to to Dan Berlin uh, on one of the previous episodes, and I think it applies to this as well. I always like, you know, used to say, like, I'm two different people when I'm going through some mental health troubles on one person. And when I'm feeling healthy, I'm another person. But something that I've been working on a lot recently is not, you know, splitting myself up into saying, here's the good, here's the bad, but just understanding that like, I'm a human and I'm flawed. And, and these are, you know, these are aspects of who I am. I'm, I'm Kyle Moore and I've got the good and I've got the bad. And if I didn't have any of the good, I'd be all bad. And if I didn't have any of the bad, I'd be all good. And either one of those, those both suck and they're both not very interesting. But when you have these ups and downs and, you know, you have the, just like what makes you just you and like what makes you human, like that's huge, man. That's what it's all about. It's just like the ups and downs and being being who you are. So I think that the, that idea of like taming the inner critic first and kind of saying like, you know, who I am is who I am. This is like what I've been giving. Like this is like this is like this joy, this blessing that I have is like the ability to kind of like use this, you know, use this 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 body that I've been given. That's like, you know, this is an incredible gift. I'm an able body individual um, who who has the opportunity to to progress and to build themselves and i know that that's not something like everyone uh everyone has the blessing of having and you know the idea that like i was so overly critical and i was hating myself for like you know not having like this the six pack and not having like the big bulging biceps and stuff like you know i just think it's so i don't think it's fair to like i don't think it's fair to yourself and i don't think it's fair to just like to put that kind of stuff out into the universe because i understand like you know i understand why and i and i get it but at the same time, like you have been given such an incredible opportunity to use this vessel for like for positivity and for good and to appreciate what you have. And I think once you start doing that, you really start to see that it's like, it, it, you know, you really start to become in tune with your body. Meditation was another big thing that helped me out a lot is when I was meditating and I was and I was kind of strengthening this link between mind and body. Like I started listening to my body a lot more. I started to feel like, well, okay, I'm achy here. I don't feel good here. Why don't I feel good there? Like what, you know, what can I do to make that feel better? And I started to appreciate, and I say, I'm saying appreciate a lot, but it's very true. You do have to appreciate like what you have. And when I started to, you know, say like, oh, like maybe I shouldn't be hitting biceps five times a week because I just want bigger biceps. Like maybe I should be just giving myself a rest. Maybe I should be well rounding my body. I want to strengthen my core so that I can sit up straight so that I can, you know, I can, I can approach each day with better posture, more confidence. I can kind of hit, hit life with my head held high, like, you know, that, or like, you know, I want to be able to, uh, I want to be able to play sports for as long as possible. I, you know, I want to be able to kind of like extend the longevity of like the things that I enjoy. So I'm going to start working my legs a little bit more because, you know, I want them to be strong and capable and you start approaching it from that stance. It can be, 
it, it can be incredibly productive. So I think it really does start with the mental, but then when it goes to the physical, I think something that something that's huge is addressing the areas that you might have a little bit of, you know, body image, you know, a lack of confidence in certain areas of your body. I think addressing them with understanding because I think you should still address them if it's something that you know has really been irking you and it's been it's been you know you you appreciate your body but you wish that a certain area was different I think it's just like approaching it with understanding and approaching it with the idea that like this isn't going to be something that changes overnight just like your mental health just like anything like man if it's one of those things that you have maybe a little bit of extra weight you're carrying around a little bit of extra weight that like you deem as extra weight you think like oh my you know I don't feel as good as I think that I can feel or that I've felt in the past and I want to kind of get back to that spot I think understanding the fact that like this isn't going to be something that happens overnight, that this is going to take time, that this is going to take perseverance, that you have to have that mental check down first before you get to, before you get to the physical stuff and just appreciating like taking the time to like take those small things, like take progress pics, man. Like I think I know it's been like it's kind of one of those things that's been given such like a kind of like a dirty like, oh, you know, let's look at this guy. It's progress pics uh, spoken like a man with a phone full of pictures of himself but like taking them for yourself and like understanding that like when you start seeing that progress and you're really appreciating that progress that you're seeing and you're proud of yourself like man that'll put you on a completely different plane you'll feel so just like tangibly better because of it and i think that that's the biggest thing is like approaching that you know physical element of this change with just understanding and a little bit of this is the body that i have this is what it's possible and like, this is what I'm going to do. And like, these are the small steps that I'm going to take. And I'm going to take these things progressively. And I'm going to understand that this isn't something that's going to happen. And if it's one of those things, like if I'm willing to dedicate my time physically to this, like this is something that will change. This is something that's going to improve. But, I, you know, I, I just think like, Jonathan, I really, really appreciate you putting this topic forward because like this is something that I know so many men, so many boys struggle with. Um, because it's like, we talk about this. I know we talk about this a lot with women. We talk about this idea of, of, of being confident in who we are, but I don't think we necessarily talk about it as much with men. And I think that it's fantastic that we talk about it with women. Um, and, and we talk about it in that, uh, in those, in those social circles, but like, you know, I, I don't think that men necessarily get that, that recognition of understanding that like, yeah, sometimes like looking yourself in the mirror and saying like, you know, I don't like how this looks or I don't like how that looks like that can be very mentally taxing and it can't, you know, and it doesn't help with that, uh, your mental health or that mental, mental side of life. I know a lot of the times I talk about my anxiety and OCD, but it can really have an effect on a plethora of different mental, mental illnesses and mental illness. The other thing too, it's like when you're depressed and you're not what you don't want to get up out of bed or you're going through some kind of mental turmoil or a depressive episode due to your mental health, like that's just, you know, you, you know, you want to be able to kind of like turn things around, but it's, it's just so incredibly tough. Uh, you know, I think that that's actually a really good way of addressing depression is by kind of like focusing on the physical stuff first. I know mentally it's going to be one of those things you're bogged down. Like I've been there, man. Like it's, it sucks. But you know, when you're dealing with this depressive, these depressive episodes and you can start saying, well, like, you know, I might not like what's going on up here, but like, maybe let me just focus on like on just like maybe just getting doing a little something to like make my body feel better and it's like you just need that little shred you need that little start and all of a sudden you're like you know you're getting out of bed just to kind of do five minutes on the or you you know you're you're heading out just to do a little bit of exercise you're going on a quick walk or a quick run and when you start to kind of when your mind starts to see i think that the mind learns from itself and i think that when you're putting things out into the world and you're doing little things it applies to a lot of different aspects of your life and when you're making these little adjustments to better your body physically just a two minute walk you're going for a run for 10 minutes like i think you'd be amazed what your body picks up on and all of a sudden your brain starts to say 
okay, well, maybe we can apply this a little bit to ourselves. Maybe we can apply this a little bit mentally. We'll just do these little steps first. And I think that's, that's a great way to combat both of them. So uh, again, Jonathan, I really want to thank you for this topic today. Um, this has been actually, you know, really fun to, to discuss and to dive into because it's a, it's a huge part of my own life and something that, uh, you know, recently just started appreciating what I had, appreciating the fact that, you know, I, I can do what I can do and appreciating the idea that my body is, is here for me and I'm here for my body. And I think that that was, uh, that was a huge stepping stone for me in both my physical journey and my mental journey. So, uh, you know, Jonathan, again, can't thank you enough, man. Uh, and if anyone else has any topics for episodes, especially going into season two, I'm going to be starting to record some of that stuff here soon. And especially, you know, during that uh, month and a half hiatus from the podcast coming out, which again, I just want to express how excited I am for that not hearing your voice. Right, guys? Make the hiatus as long as you want. No one cares. Um, you know, please send those through. I'll see how many I can get to. I know Jonathan had suggested this a little bit ago and it's taken a little bit to get there, but I'll definitely try to get to as many as possible because, you know, I want this to be a conversation that we're both in on. And, um, you know, when you guys suggest things that I can talk about and that I can talk with guests about, uh, it's just kind of a, it's a chance for me to kind of interact with you guys on a new level. So I really appreciate that. Uh, so again, Jonathan, number one, I really, you know, really thank you for listening. And two, I really appreciate you, uh, you sending that one in. And that's going to take us to the end of the podcast, guys. Uh, the challenge for this week is actually pretty easy. Uh, what I want you guys to do is I just want you to do a positive self-assessment. And when I talk about positive self-assessment, I don't want you to sugarcoat anything because I don't believe in sugarcoating. I don't think that that's uh, I don't think that that's how we address anything. But I think that I think that we address this with strength. I just want you to give yourself a legitimate assessment about the areas in which you know you can improve on, and the areas in which that you're ha- in, the, in which you're happy with. I want you to be proud of yourself, but I also want you to understand that you can better yourself. And then that's, you know, that's all I want you to do this week is just start to become a little bit more mindful about the things that you can change and the ways in which you can change them. So if it's one of those things you're like, you know, I feel healthy now, but I, th- I think if I lost a little bit of weight or I think if I kind of like trim down a little bit or I cut this area in my blah, 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 if I make this little change then I think I'll feel better. And if you really think that that's something that's going to make you feel a little bit better, then I don't want you to base all your, you know, confidence on this. I want you to say like, if this is something that I can do, then that's fantastic. And I want you to start to like, start to kind of think about how you can do that start to think about how I can push myself to achieve these goals but I want you to give yourself a positive self-assessment um, and I, I think that that's uh, that's the, the the challenge for this week so let me know how that goes by following at life's direct podcast on Instagram uh, myself on Instagram at Kyle Moore 08 and feel free to reach out and let me know how it goes or we can kind of keep having this conversation because this is an episode that I could have talked for 45 minutes on but I want to try to keep this as kind of like short as possible because uh, you know who wants to listen to me rant for for 45 minutes by myself be kind of uh, be a bit get dull buddy i've been saying that but uh yeah guys i want to thank you guys so much for tuning in this week and um it just uh yeah just thank you guys for everything i hope that you know as we get closer to episode 15 that uh, we can kind of have a little bit a little bit of fun over this uh, month and a half that i won't be posting the podcast on social media we can kind of be doing a little bit of uh different things we can kind of be growing the community while i'm taking this time to kind of get ready for season two and i just can't wait for you guys to hear all of this so again thank you guys so much thank you jonathan for the uh, topic suggestion for today and um you know, as I'm sitting here, I've got my cup of coffee and uh, I'm just kind of thinking, um, well, I'm thinking about season two, but, uh, you know, life's a wreck. So that was the podcast.
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.